Well, hello there. You know what people are always saying to me? They're saying, Bob, you've got to sing more on that show of yours because you, sir, have the voice of an angel. It's like Adele or the late, great Whitney Houston or Shania Twain or Celine Dion or Christina Aguilera. That's, that's the ilk that I run with in terms of vocal performance. So uh, let me set this up. Have you heard of hashtag Clomentum? Amy Klobuchar, of a hot debate performance, Friday night is surging in Iowa, or excuse me, surging in New Hampshire. Who knows what happened in Iowa? She's surging in New Hampshire, and we look for Klobuchar to come in a strong third manana. So, Fish B, as my extra-dimensional musical best friend, you just chip in on the musical accoutrement here as soon as you feel comfortable, all right, little buddy? Okay, here we go. Here comes Klobuchar, here comes Klobuchar, right down New Hampshire Lane. Bernie and Mayor Pete might be in front, but she's pulling on their reins. Warren's falling, Biden's bawling, Steyer don't look so bright. So yang your yang gang and say your prayers because New Hampshire is tomorrow night. So jingle bells, jingle bells, Klobuchar all the way. I'll save the rest for the fishbowl where I'll have more to say. Fish B, where's the, where's the musical accoutrement? What kinds of extra-dimensional musical genius are you? Oh, sure. There you are. Now that it's time for the tease, now that you've handed me the tease card, what? Where were you? That was... We'll be inducted into some kind of Hall of Fame soon, I'm sure. Uh, the show tonight is at South Korea's world, and we're just living in it. Is the new Harley Quinn movie worth your money? And you'll never guess who met a real-life superhero this weekend. Who met a real-life superhero? Did you fish beer? is it me? We'll find out. All right, thank you for the hot lead. Before we get to question one, one more, one more thing on Klobuchar here. New Hampshire, just imagine a Klobuchar administration. You've got... Amy Klobuchar is president. Cory Booker as your vice president. Attorney General, Kamala Harris. Secretary of State, Mayor Pete. Director of the Office of Management and Budget, Elizabeth Warren. And Bernie Sanders, he's going to be a senator from Vermont. Is that something I can interest you in, New Hampshire? Hmm... And now, Fishby, let us begin the only way we know how with question one. Yo, it's me, Fishby. Jesus Christ, Fishby, you didn't help on the song and now you're taking the first fucking question? Yo, it's me, Fishby. Where in New Hampshire are the first votes cast? Well, the first votes in New Hampshire happen at midnight in a place named Dixville Notch. <clears throat> Fish B. They vote at midnight. Dixville Notch. <clears throat> 
There's nothing funny about the name Dixville Notch. <clears throat> it's the far north of the state, Fishby. Like, like, if New Hampshire looks like it, like an alligator head facing up, it's right there, like, in the mouth of the gator head. Far north of the state. Coos County. Home to the world-famous Balsams Resort. It's a wilderness renaissance. They had eight voters in 2016. Fish B, I'm talking about Dixville Notch. <clears throat> Fish B, it's spelled D-I-X. What do you have to say now? And I'm glad you're contributing. I'm glad you're contributing now that, now that the song is over. What's next, Fish B? What's a lying dog face pony soldier? Yeah, what is a lying dog face pony soldier? Did you see this? This was Biden snapping at a person at a town hall called 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 a lying dog face pony soldier when they said they had been to a caucus. But here's the thing, Biden just wasn't going after anybody. This was a 21-year-old girl, a college student named Madison. Like, come on, come on, Joe. What are, what are you doing, lying dog-faced pony soldier? And I'm not calling this Joe Biden campaign cursed, but yesterday it was a full moon. And on the way back, uh, at the end of the night, uh, the press bus, which is very important because they follow Biden around, the press bus broke down, not a good sign. And then even worse, at the Nashua Motel 6 where they're staying, the Bidens, I, I no factual data, but I know they're staying in Nashua, and I just, I'm just guessing it's a Motel 6, but they, uh, the power went out. So I don't think uh, those are good omens for, uh, for Grandpa Uncle Joe. What's next, Fishby? Is it South Korea's world, and we should all just be happy to be here? You know, it might be South Korea's world. Uh, K-pop is the official global soundtrack for 12-year-old girls. The world's best non-AI Go players, Korean. And Korean barbecue and kimchi. Can't argue with Korean barbecue. But my guess is here, we're talking the Oscars. South Korean film Parasite wins Best Picture, and director Bong Joon-ho, the first person to win four Oscars since Walt Disney did it in 1953. And even though the ratings were down on the Academy Awards this year, I love them. I, I thought all the winners were right. Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor in Joker. Brad Pitt, a uh, uh, Best Supporting Actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Jojo Rabbit, Best Script of the Year. Hair Love, uh, very appropriate for Black History Month, but Hair Love uh, won Animated Short. Uh, some of my other uh, favorite moments of the thing, uh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig uh, presenting together is just comedy fucking dynamite. They were fantastic. They're, they're uh, just great. Uh, Zazie Beats uh, presented a presenter, but I don't remember who because I was too busy being focused on Zazie Beats. Amongst other things, she's Domino in uh, Deadpool 2. Uh, Janelle Monae uh, ripped it. Just incredible performance opening up the show. 
Eminem surprise performance, and it brought a tear to my eye with, with, with Lose Yourself. And then Billie Eilish and Brother Phineas did, uh, did the uh, In Memoriam part of it. They, they played the tune for the In Memoriam, and that was fantastic, too. I, I like the Academy Awards all the way around, and I'm the global media ombudsman. What's next, Fishby? Who wins the Bob Award for Best Dressed at the Academy Awards? I do like paying attention to this, too. I have a five-way tie. I know that's not appropriate, but whatever. Five-way tie. Uh, Brie Larson. She's Captain Marvel, but Brie Larson. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Gal Gadot. She's Wonder Woman, and woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Scarlett Johansson looked very, very nice. Spike Lee with his uh, Kobe Bryant suit uh, uh, was uh, was very, very well done. And uh, my girl Margot Robbie also looked fantastic. Five-way tie. What's next? I saw your Instagram. Would you recommend Harley Quinn... Birds of Prey. Yes, I, I did go Saturday. I was there at the 120 showing by myself because that's what winners do. They go to 120 showings of popular films. The movie is going to be polarizing. They thought it was going to make like $50 million. It only made like $33.2 million opening weekend. But it's, it, it's going to be polarizing because you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Like, imagine a Quentin Tarantino film meets Spice Girls the movie meets Magic Mushrooms and Rosie Perez in a really funny shirt and a pet hyena. And then you let, like, the before-mentioned Billie Eilish, like, you let her direct it. That essentially is, is Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. But, again, I, I loved it. There is... I'm trying to figure out why Margot Robbie is... I, I just adore her. I, I like everything about Margot Robbie. Um, she's just... She's just charming. She, she's like a female, like uh, uh, like George Clooney or Brad Pitt. She just, there's just something just very charming and, and easygoing about her. So, so I love Margot Robbie. She was great. My only complaint about the movie, uh, the villain, uh, Black Mask... Uh, didn't care for that work because he was like kind of cartoony, like kind of kids movie like. But then it was a rated R movie and there's like some really like violent shit in there. So it's it it kind of weird, but I liked it. You may not, but I liked it. What's next? Gail King versus Snoop Dogg. Who you got? Yeah, this thing is turned into a real mess. And people either I'm with Gail or I'm with Snoop. This goes this goes back to the Gail King, Oprah Bestie, CBS Morning Show, asking for uh, a former star WNBA player, Lisa Leslie, who's good friends with Kobe, about the rape allegation. And the, the whole thing just uh, has certainly taken on a life of its own. But in this one, Gale versus Snoop. I mean, Snoop is posting things online, like videos, like, you know, he's, he's coming after her. And, and I think he means that metaphorically, but still. 
We have enough war on the press from the White House. Thank you very much. Everyone needs to calm down, but everyone, or at least, I mean, some people obviously take it too far, but just about everyone gets a pass, in my mind anyways, because they're grieving. And when you lose someone close to you or, or someone that you love, like Snoop Dogg loved Kobe, they were friends, um, you, you do some irrational shit when you're, when, when you're in that kind of pain. And I, I think Snoop Dogg and, and Gail will be fine, but... Uh, Snoop Dogg needs to knock it off. What's next? What's one story you wish you spent more time on last week? What's one story? Uh, probably the firing of Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman for doing his job. This Purple Heart recipient, a war hero... Uh, just just the best of the best of what American military has to offer. And he being escorted from the White House for, again, doing his job. Uh, he was subpoenaed by the House and he showed up to testify. This uh, President Trump uh, and, uh, and his revenge tactics, everything from Jim Comey to this and everything in between is just uh, is fucked up all around. What's next? Did you keep it Brockmeyer all weekend long? Well, first I need to put this in a little bit of perspective, how, how we got to the weekend. Last week, Monday through Thursday, maybe the best four-day stretch of shows we've had here at the Fishbowl. And then we got to Friday, where I promise I did my best. I always do. But I was so exhausted and I could barely think and my head felt like I had swam too deep like just kind of I just, just it wasn't good all the way around so even though I kind of had a few things I wanted to accomplish over the weekend other than seeing Birds of Prey and watching the Oscars uh, I just decided in the name of mental health, because I had just been grinding hard on the weekends too, that I had, I had to shut this thing down. I just couldn't do it. I just had to take like a couple days and not do anything that felt like work at all. So that's what I did. And then here's my weekend. I, uh, I saw my first ever episode of Suits. I watched it on the internet. And I got to tell you, Prince Harry, or the former Prince Harry, I, when does he officially renounce his title? Uh, and Meghan Markle, I get it. I, after, after, after watching Suits, I get it. Like, tight shirts and pencil skirts. Like, that's, yeah, you're goddamn right, Prince Harry. Well done. Uh, Saturday, obviously, I went to the movie theater. And then this, this, is, this is a big outing for me, like, by myself. Like, like for less, like two, three weeks, like, the only person I had any conversation with was, like, my psychiatrist Wednesdays at 10 in the morning. Other than that, like, no conversations, like, with human beings. So Saturday, like, I'm like, I got to get out. I got to go do some things. So I went to the theater. And then I went to the AT&T store because I desperately need to upgrade my phone. But then they had like like a waiting list at the AT&T store. So I put my name on the list and walked across the parking lot to an Arby's, had a sandwich and a water. Then went back to the AT&T store and I got myself a uh, iPhone uh, 11 Pro because clearly... You heard me sing. There's nothing, there's nothing amateur about this motherfucker right here. There's no, you heard me sing! 
Nothing amateur about me. And then, and then I went to the bar to watch uh, Spokangelis basketball team Gonzaga, number two team in the country, play St. Mary's. They blew them out. At the bar, I had a water, a big salad, uh, and, and a dish called Shrimp Boats. Uh, the game was terrible, not even close. But there, now I know what you're getting at, Fishbee. I met a real-life superhero. How cool is this? And, and, and not cool that he had to go through it, but it's cool that I met him, and this dude is still alive to tell these stories. But he was at the Hanoi Hilton, a Vietnam War prisoner of war. The Hanoi Hilton, that's the famous place where John McCain was also held captive. And, and their time that they spent three years there together... Uh, he uh, uh, was in cell 13, and John McCain was in cell, cell 15. And this guy was late 80s, probably. Uh, he, he was a, a Navy a war pilot that got shot down, much like, uh, much like John McCain. And just, um, he wasn't sitting directly next to me, but he was, he was sitting next to the guy that was sitting next to me at the bar. And so just kind of eavesdropping on that conversation was awesome and, and shook his hand and fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, there's Isaiah's music, which means we have arrived at our final question of the evening. As always, last question belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old executive producer. Tonight, Isaiah writes, I saw this question on the Netflix reality series, The Circle. Is it okay to pee in the shower? Now, d does everyone come to me for these urination questions? Ever give the whole thoughtful gentleman rant? Is, it, is that the thing? Like, I'm the official, like, uh, where and how one is supposed to uh, relieve oneself? Um, now, th this, is, this is polarizing, too. People are on one side of the fence or the other. Uh, I, say, I say it's okay, especially if you're a dude. Girls, it's a little more weird, but if you're a dude, it's fine. You're basically standing in a big urinal anyway. And the uh, uh, urine, urine is sterile. Like, like you're not, you're, you're not going to make yourself any dirt. Like, you should do it at the beginning of your shower, preferably. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Don't worry about it, Isaiah. Thank you. And now, my friends, time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale. Kick it, Fishby. Congrats to Pink the Border Collie who won the Westminster Dog Show Agility Contest and that'll be more exciting than this weekend's NBA All-Star Game and Pink was a flash of awesome and if you've never seen the mockumentary Best in Show, it's a classic. And speaking of Pink, neo-soul hippie Erica Badu is launching a new incense fragrance that smells like her vagina and it's called Badoo's Pussy. And I'm not making that up and that begs for a Gwyneth Ratchet Coldplay stained vagina joke and that's unfortunate. The coronavirus is already more deadly than SARS with over 1,000 perishing thus far and that's not funny. Michael Bloomberg has spent $350 million on his campaign and that's only $349,976,000 more than I made all of last year. A Russian blogger who was critical of Vlad the Impaler Putin was found dead in his French hotel room and he had stab wounds all over his body and they slashed his throat and that's Trump's buddy. 
Amber Rose got a new face tattoo and it's across her forehead and I'm not impressed and why is she still famous? There was a shooting today inside an Arkansas Walmart and it barely made the news and that's fucked up. The US is now saying more than 100 troops have severe brain injuries in that Iranian retaliation missile strike and Trump said it was just a few headaches and how much more evidence do we need that this guy is a delusional child? The WWE has already signed The Rock's 18-year-old daughter to a wrestling contract, and I guess that's what The Rock was cooking. And lastly, Pamela Anderson, age 52, her marriage to the producer and a former hairstylist, age 74, that didn't last two weeks. He's saying Pamela iced over after he paid off her $200,000 of debts, and Pamela proposed to him via text. And he said yes, even though he was engaged to another woman, and Pamela blames the whole thing on being too open to love following a spiritual cleanse in India. And that's literally step two of Eat, Pray, Love. And I guess he was at number three. Woo! Woo! We did it, Fish B. We did it. Chapter 408 in the books. Uh, we're easy to find online uh, at Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne via social media. Or the website also exists, bobsfishbowl.com. Thank you so much for uh, uh, listening and subscribing, for following, etc. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, and we will see what happens in New Hampshire. We'll do the show when the votes start coming in. Very curious what Klobuchar is going to do. Till then, say adios, Fishbee.